It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Welcome to December. November certainly ended with a bang, beginning with the House Democrats passing the torch. Hakeem Jeffries was chosen, reportedly, unanimously, to lead the House Democrats going forward. He makes history as the first black lawmaker to lead any party in Congress, and he succeeds Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who held the position for two decades, she too making history as the first woman in that role. This change marks a generational shift that many, including myself, have argued was long overdue. As for the other two members of the Democratic House leadership triumvirate, her second-in-command, House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, said he'd step aside as well, clearing the way for Representative Catherine Clark of Massachusetts to fill that role in the 118th Congress. And then there's Jim Clyburn, who's been the third-ranking Democrat in the House as caucus leader. But Clyburn apparently decided that, at age 82, he wants to remain in leadership, though he said he'd settle for the number four slot as assistant leader, which would fall behind the new caucus chair, which will be California Congressman Pete Aguilar. But another younger member had already declared his candidacy for the assistant leader position, Colorado Congressman Joe Neguse. Nagus, who is also black, reluctantly abandoned his bid when Clyburn insisted he wanted to remain in leadership. Well, enter David Cicilline, who decided on Wednesday, apparently at the 11th hour, to jump in. The congressman from Rhode Island, who is gay, told colleagues that his candidacy is less about Clyburn than his desire to see someone from the LGBTQ community have a voice in Democratic Party leadership. He wrote in a Dear Colleague letter, explaining that a sense of duty compelled him to run, quote, it's critical that the House Democratic leadership team fully reflect the diversity of our caucus and the American people. Well, that vote is expected sometime on Thursday. Meanwhile, Jeffries promised in a letter to colleagues that he would empower rank-and-file Democrats and focus on taking back the majority in 2024. Stay tuned. Meanwhile, the lame duck session is in full swing and it's busy. On Wednesday, the House approved controversial legislation to avert a nationwide rail strike by imposing a labor agreement negotiated between rail companies and their workers facilitated by the Labor Department. A strike at this time would disrupt shipping during the holiday season and would threaten a devastating blow to the economy. But there are many in Congress, mostly progressives, who don't think it's the government's place to interfere with a labor action. The compromise was to offer a change to the deal, adding seven days of paid sick leave. That's the key demand of the four unions who didn't ratify that negotiated plan out of the total of 12 unions representing some 115,000 railroad workers. So, on Wednesday, the House passed two bills. The main one, to impose the labor agreement as it stands, the vote on that was 290 to 137, with 79 Republicans joining with all but eight of the House Democrats. The second bill was the compromise. It would add seven paid sick days to the deal, the lack of which was the deal breaker for four of those unions represented. This time, only three Republicans joined all of the House Democrats to pass that bill, 221 to 207. Now it goes to the Senate, possibly today. But there's no assurance they'll get the 60 votes necessary to pass. 
As you'd expect, Joe Manchin says he's undecided on the sick leave. Oy. So there's uncertainty, but there is good news to report on a few fronts today. The U.S. economy grew faster than previously estimated during the third quarter, according to new data released Wednesday. The country's gross domestic product, which measures the value of goods and services provided, grew at a 2.9% annualized rate from July to September. That's up from an earlier estimate of 2.6%. Economists had predicted 27 So while the report shows signs of a strengthening economy, analysts say ongoing high inflation and interest rate hikes may actually slow growth in the fourth quarter. But the good economic news may have prompted a change of plans at the Fed. Chair Jerome Powell on Wednesday said that the central bank will continue raising interest rates to cool the economy and bring down the highest inflation in decades. But he also indicated that they would likely start making smaller hikes, possibly at its next meeting. Stocks soared after Powell's remarks. More good news? Gas prices are coming down again, sharply as China's coronavirus crisis and protests threaten to hurt the global economy and bring down demand. One group who tracks the price at the pump says indications are that the average price of a gallon could fall to $3 by Christmas. We'll take it. We could also take the news of Georgia's record-breaking early voting turnout ahead of Tuesday's Senate runoff as good news for the incumbent Raphael Warnock over Herschel Walker. And yes, finally, the House Ways and Means Committee has received six years of Donald Trump's federal tax returns from the IRS, ending a years-long pursuit by Democrats to dig into the former guy's financial records. And finally, news that the January 6th committee will meet on Friday to discuss its final report. And as per CNN, the possibility of making criminal referrals. A subcommittee of members is also expected to provide options to the full committee about some of the remaining issues, including how to present evidence of possible obstruction, possible perjury, and possible witness tampering. The committee is aiming to get its report out by the week of December 12th, when it will also reportedly release many of the transcripts of witness interviews. The committee is expected to hold one final public hearing at which it will present its findings before the end of the session. And sadly, it's the end of a musical era. Word that Christine McVie of the legendary Fleetwood Mac passed away on Thursday at 79. But the songbirds keep singing like they know the score. Rest in peace, Christine McVie. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that donate button.